Hello, and welcome to the Zero Waste Life Hacks podcast, where we share facts and hacks around a variety of topics. I'm here today with my lovely co-host, Michelle Sinclair. And I'm blessed to be sitting with Sophia for what we're calling season two. Season two. Episode 10. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. This is uh, our first episode post-pandemic. And it's been very... It's been a very long time and a very long time. road for us to get back to this moment. But we're so excited. Thank you, Sophia. We are on hack number 10. Yep. And today we're going to talk about something that is a really important part of Michelle and I's lives, which are special events. Special events. Hack number 10. Events. So normally Sophia is our host, but in this episode, I'm going to take the reins as host and interview Sophia as today's special guest. I'm excited for this episode because we both make a living in events and hospitality, and we've done that for, well, for me, over 20 years as a DJ, um, for you over 20 years of also attending. Yeah, attending. (laughs) And for me, I've DJed all kinds of events huge festivals to backyard boogie parties. And it just seems that there's so much unnecessary plastic waste at many events. I mean, endlessly seeing it, it doesn't seem to be conscious unless it's like an upscale event or someone's small backyard party. Um, But I think that people take the easy route when they plan these events Or they think that going zero waste maybe is too pricey or, you know, too expensive or too hard. It's easier to get a bunch of stuff and throw it away. But this leads me to Sophia. Yeah. And her company, Zero Waste Co., which you've probably heard us mention before if you've listened to any other episodes. Um, Let me big you up just a little bit because you are so good at bigging me up. She's my co-host for Zero Waste Life Hacks podcast. She's a mother of three, first-generation Mexican, native Los Angelian, and one of my most favorite humans on the planet. And I have to uh, relate that to your dance moves. Oh, yes. (laughs) But you are also the owner of Zero Waste Co., a business she runs and operates between school runs and baseball practices as a single mother. Through Zero Waste Co., Sophia helps her clients by providing resource recovery and recycling services to minimize the environmental impact of an event, big or small. On average, she helps her clients divert about 80% of events waste from going to the landfill. Um, We'll get more into like what this all means because waste sorting yeah, doesn't sound sexy. It's not. And really, it's like, what is a zero waste event? Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not going to eliminate everything completely. Yep. But the goal is to reduce it in a sense and just organize waste differently so that we that's the goal. And if you don't right. set a goal, then you don't know what you're working towards. So, yeah. Right. And then the I, I mean, 80 percent seems pretty good. But before we get into facts and hacks and all that, what motivated you to start Zero Waste Co.? several things uh, first i think going back i described this experience um to a friend the other day talking about how i got into this and really one of the first times i went to a rave <laughs> <laughs> yeah 20 what 
not even 20, 1999, I remember coming out of the raise and I would see so much plastic, mm. you know, plastic water bottles at the end, flyers that they would give away. And I remember to me, it looked like an ocean of just wow. these materials. But to me, it was like an ocean of money because the plastic water bottles, you know, my family, we used to collect them and take them to the recycling center and get money for it. So I would leave with my friends and I'd be wanting to collect these water oh. bottles. Like, you know, like to me, cause it was like grabbing money yeah. and my friends were like, let's go, Sophia, let's go. And I'm like, no, oh. there's so much, yeah. so many water bottles. And so that image stuck with me. The idea that other people might walk past it and see it as waste or trash. But to me, it was a resource. It was money, legit money that if we just separated and took to the right place, we can get funds for and in, in, in essence it's funds that we already paid for because every time you buy that bottle you pay the in california the crv the california redemption value which is five cents per bottle so to me it just seemed like a wasted opportunity and then as i attended more events as i worked in events you know side doing side gigs catering and coming to you know with you to events yeah that's <laughs> when you really start seeing it from the back end from behind the scenes not just in an, as an attendee you know, being a VIP or being with the DJ at yeah. the special table, you know what I mean? You get to see both sides of everything. And it really just blew my mind. And it was so sad to know that so many things go to waste when the people working these events would be happy to take it home. They'd, yeah. They'd love to take a tray of gourmet, whatever, back to their roommates, you know? Oh my gosh, food waste is a whole nother issue. Yes. Okay, so for uh, hack number 10, events we decided to kind of focus on tangible events to most people which are around 100 you know to 200 you know from a backyard party which could be 40 to 50 people to weddings which average around 100 to 200 to special events for branding mm -hmm. right for release launch parties whether movie it's premieres. In movie premieres whether it's in your storefront or at a huge event you've rented with many 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 vendors so in looking up some facts what did we find well, we were talking about weddings just because you just did several last weekend. Mm -hmm. And so in California, you know, we have three, 39 million people. But a survey from 2019 showed that there were half a million weddings in California alone in 2019. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. In California alone. Just California. And then if you think about attendees, I say 100 average because mm -hmm. some weddings are small. And I would say 100 is about average. Mm -hmm. 80 to 150, those are pretty average numbers. So you times that by your half a million number and that's how many people need items to drink out of. Yeah. And, and this is weddings alone. These are like high-end events. So they're probably renting nice things, most yeah. people. But exactly. if you throw that into the branding world of releases and launches, unless you're super fancy, there's um, going to be some disposables and yeah. things that can't be washed on site, for instance, right? So I guess a lot of the limitations that exist too are like what sort of infrastructure there is, if there's something like a sink or if you have the budget for rentals, but right. even... If you don't have a high budget, there are alternatives and there there's ways to do it creative and creatively. And again, we're just thinking about attendees, but also think about the amount of like resources that go into preparing for it, all the vendors, yes. you know, the 
not random, but like the lighting people, the right. people that deliver the floors, the carpeting, the plates, oh the furniture. There's just so much that goes into an event. And at every point, there is so much plastic. I mean, I, I just want to touch on that fact. For me, when I do events, I see all the I mean, movie premieres, weddings, raves, everything. But some of the like high uh, concept events mm-hmm. so installing a carpet i did this one party they wanted everything white they bought a carpet and installed it the end of the party it's trash it's done and now it's trash so it's like mind-blowing to me i'm watching them set up and <laughs> another thing that people don't realize even if they're doing a high-end party most of that furniture especially if it's white is getting wrapped so much plastic just to transport it just to transport it i have this awesome rug in my laundry room Mm -hmm. and it came because it was a rug or carpeting that they did in like the vip room or whatever you know and then (laughs) just for that just for that one day but it's amazing so so i just for us i mean we're using these numbers to just help you to think about how much waste goes into events i think getting together having events having this release socializing with people no matter what type of event is part of human nature and in the modern society this is kind of how it's done Mm -hmm. so even though we don't have like these hard statistic numbers we're just taking these average our average for a wedding is our example of a half a million in california alone multiply that that times 50 yeah and so let's start there um we're gonna take a quick sponsor psa break and we'll come back with some hacks with our special guests and host of zero waste life hacks podcast sophia hey what Did you know that Hot Mobile Disco now has a podcast channel? No. Well, they do. What can I find there? Sonic Delights. Sonic Delights. Sonic Delights. Cool. To find our channel on Spotify, Apple Music, and more, visit hotmobiledisco.com. That's H-A-U-T-E, mobiledisco.com. We are back with some hacks here on episode 10 events. Sophia, in terms of helping our listeners, whether they are hosting a party at their house, planning a wedding, throwing away rave. No, actually, let not festivals. We're going to do later. (laughs) That's too big. Let's say a branding event. (laughs) What are some solutions we can share? And I would love to actually in this way of you sharing some solutions, kind of work through your process of how you help your clients. So you've done a lot of brand name events of Mm -hmm. really high end clientele that we can't mention here. Mm -hmm. Got some NDAs. (laughs) So bummed because I mean, I'm impressed, girl. I'm impressed. (laughs) Um, But let's call it a branding event. Sure. Some fancy, you know, 
space that they've rented? Like, how do you work with your clients so just I'll, to get going? I'll tell you how I don't like working with clients, right? Oh, so I a like lot, that. A lot of times what ends up happening is they'll say, hey, we need a trash service. We need someone to sort all, make sure everything gets recycled and sort everything and take it away. And so I take a step back and I'm like, well, first of all, we're not a waste hauling service. Right. If you want that, you can call <laughs> your local hauler. They can deliver bins for your special event. But what we like to do is to design the waste out. Mm. So really take into account what materials are coming in. What are you purchasing? What is rented? Um, what can has to be returned? You know, right. sometimes you even buy stuff thinking it's going to look one way and you buy few different alternatives and some of that stuff just has to go back. So for this particular client that was like, I need a quote for how much you're going to charge me. It was like, well, you have to tell me what you're going to serve. What's, is it going to be a catered event where there's going to be trays? Is it going to be real plates? Is it going to be just small appetizers and drinks? Um, it really depends. Right. But I think the problem is that people think it's something that you do at the end, right? You just, you put it, you know, sort through it all, categorize right. it. And then there's your data, but that's not how it works. You need a point person that works along the production team, just like there's a caterer, the event mm. planner, the lighting guy, the sound guy, everybody has a role. And so there's nobody on a production team that's going to take on the role of making sure that water stations are properly filled up and, you know, um, set up in places where they're going to be accessible. They're more used to just going out and buying cases of water and setting right. them out and people just help themselves. But there's some messaging that has to and, go and on. And to me, I feel like uh, you have to have water and drinks at any event. Every and this seems event. like a really basic place to start. Yep. Um, with a cup solution. It is. Um, no straws. Yeah. Um, it seems like once you get into how people are getting served food... That's now we're talking about thing. what kind of utensils are coming and going and things yep. like that. And also sometimes you have your like certain aesthetics. So mm. you are, you know, you everything is shiny and black. You may not be able to get shiny and black if you use bamboo, right? Right. It might, it'll be bl matte black. <laughs> right. <laughs> so sometimes like the aesthetic takes more importance Precedent. than... Yep. Meaning now they're going to go for plastic, black forks. Right. No matter what. Oh, like those utensils that are meant to look like real <laughs> stuff, but then you lift them up and you're like, Whoa, oh, and I don't even want to eat with anything. it because it's like peeling off the right? fake metal. Yeah. You've got like the <laughs> oh, aluminum. God. No, <laughs> I will use my fingers before I. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, okay. So, so the first step is getting to know what the client is going to bring in, mm -hmm. how they're going to unfold it. Um, and then you probably trying to presented. influence them a little bit to yeah. go more zero waste. Cause, cause you have to, your job is basically to make as little as possible go to the landfill. Exactly. Then are you on site during events as well? Yeah. So during the planning phase, we'll provide the suggestions like, um, you know, we talked about water, for instance, so I will bring in a water station or several water stations so that people, while they're setting up the event and delivering these oh, that's things, good. they can get water there. They can refill their water bottle. That's great because people forget about the vendors a lot yep. or they'll just be like, here's a plastic water bottle for you. And then they put it down and then they go deliver something else yeah. and then they don't know where they left it. Yeah. Um, jumping around like last night I did an event and it was all this there was like 50 people on catering staff and mm. they all had these plastic water bottles. And so I walked over and I'm like, Oh, 
would anybody like a sharpie to write your name on it right um and two people said no thank you i'm good <laughs> i was like okay bye <laughs> well you know you tried I tried, but it was so funny to me because I'm looking at this table co covered in water bottles and they yeah. all look exactly like exactly the same. So it's like, how do you know which one is yours? And they're like, oh, well, I crushed mine at the bottom. Oh, I ripped the label off of mine. Oh, no. And it, it was just so funny because it was like a simple solution that I had. Yeah. And, you know, that particular group of people was not interested. <laughs> you know, I just walked away. And of course, several people brought their own water bottles. So mm. it was really encouraging to see like, OK, cool. Like this person's staying hydrated, one, because they know what their bottle looks like. Um, if they invested money into buying it, then they're more likely to want to retrieve it. Whereas right. if somebody just gives you a bottle, you don't even care. You take you one care. sip and you yep. leave it. Yep. So at the end of the night, we're collecting all these water bottles. Wow. And, um, we have to empty them because they literally have like two sips taken And out. this is another part of this that I did, we didn't put in the statistics before, which is you have the uh, attendees, but you have all the vendors. The service staff. And, it's, and that easily can take up another 50 people mm -hmm. okay so during the event you're there helping setting that up and you make a note like on the production calendar hey we will have water stations available please bring your own reusable yeah. water bottle and so when people read that they actually get excited because they're like oh you know i never bring my canteen because there's no place to ever yeah. fill it up so when they know that then they can be prepared and they can bring it yeah and so just That's putting that note in the calendar is so small but that's a huge difference for everyone. That's what helps people prepare. So post-event. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so Let people waste. know. Can you just tell us how, why, like a service like yours is, this is where I feel like this is the meat and potatoes, as they say, mm -hmm. to like what you have to do. Because I know as your friend, just watching you try to bring on staff and renting vehicles and being like, oh, it's going to take me two days to just... You clean know. up after mm -hmm. it yeah so one of the biggest opportunities or one of the reasons why i love doing events is because i work with a lot of like really fancy caterers yeah so you look at the menu and it's you know this beautiful menu that's laminate you know, not laminate but it's got like gold right. whatever writing <laughs> and you know it costs like ten dollars wow <laughs> you know, menu like, yeah. yeah at least last night's did not all of them but you're looking at it and everything is farm grazed and you know from this farm in mendocino and right. all these things and then it's like for it to not even make it off the lot and it just gets thrown away at the end of the night the food or the the, food, the menu well the food <laughs> and Both. the menu the menus i take and that's what i'm cut up and make into my business cards which i love it's so sophia does take all these kind of paper she finds and she cuts them up and then she puts her stamp over them and they're so pretty That's actually and each business card is unique the, collect them all yep exactly <laughs> right i'm like oh this is from that one time <laughs> oh it's like a memory book it's cool so the food so you're saying so, this food waste is all this effort went another. into making sure that it was sustainably farmed and right you know blah 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 farm to table and then for me to see it end up in the trash Ugh. is just so wrong. It's yeah. all that effort for nothing. You know, all these animals too. Like think about. So are you talking about like, scraped off the plate food waste or just never even made it to the table? Both. Wow. Never even made it to the table, right? Mm. So you plan a wedding a month in advance. You have to have a number. The caterer says, we need to know by this date, by the time you sign your contract, how many guests you're going to have. So you say, oh, we sent out 500 invitations. We're expecting about 300. 
Um, but the caterer is like, well, is it going to be 300 or 500? And we're like, ah, oh, we don't know. So let's just keep it for 300, right? But only 150 people actually show up. Right. The caterer already mm-hmm. prepared food for that many people regardless because mm. you had to set that number in advance. So when you think about events that are thousands of people, that's how they're planning. They're mm. saying it's a 4,000 person event, but really only 2,500 people show up. Right. That means you have food for 1,500 that never even made it off the oh. trucks. So into what, the what, what do you do? Well, a lot of times, um, what, well, what we do, what my job is to take that, we have to provide the trays because a lot of these prepared foods already come on their proper, you know, right. solid trays. So we have to, and they need them back. They need them back, right. you know? So we have to trans- switch it over into our trays, wrap it up. But also, like, keep in mind timing, making sure that it's staying at the right temperature, that <laughs> if the event's not going to be over for another two hours, that it's not just sitting out on the table. Oh, so yeah. there's all these things to be aware of. And again, like, the caterer is not going to focus on that. Yeah. They're, they're focused on delivering the courses on time, that the right person got the right meal. The party planner is busy putting out other yeah. fires. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there has to be a point person. So we take on all that responsibility and say, you guys do whatever you're going to do, but we'll handle this part so it's not more work on you in terms of that you're donating i'm, ass- I'm assuming composting food as well all the food yep that gets um, from so the that's place. one side of things then we have the drinks which if they follow your recommendation on cups and mm-hmm. water and whatnot should be pretty easy then we have decor oh my goodness <laughs> florals candles like candles you can't reuse at the next event and bring them half lit right (laughs) you know what i mean but if you have a table that used 100 candles what are you going to do with those like right same thing you think the party planner do you do are you going to take them i know (laughs) tell me where to go (laughs) we can mold into a new (laughs) mix them and mold them um but those are all the types of things like to consider and again the decorator and the person planning it will probably not be thinking about the at the end of its life or at the end of the night where is it going to go yeah because it all just goes away and for so long it was it just meant you get a bigger dumpster and everything goes in there and the bigger dumpster is even cheaper than getting all these individual ones to put the trash in so right or hiring a bunch of people to take everything and but i feel like this is interesting though because um for you being a point person so i've you know again done many different types of events so it's 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 hard. So I think that your service is amazing, and I think that um, I would encourage people, folks that are make having parties wherever you are in the world, to find someone like Sophia and Zero Waste Co. Or reach out to Sophia at her website, zerowasteco.com and ask for a resource or a referral. Um, I think one of the other things Sophia does for smaller backyard parties that she has resources for that's really cool is just renting really basic um, plates Mm -hmm. and cups and, you know, they, they drop it off and they pick it up. And you don't have to wash it. I've used that a couple of times for our backyard parties. So nice. It changes like the, like the mood it makes it like definitely elevate something but even if you don't want to get like a rental service you might be like do something where it's like you bring your own cup right like I've been to a party where everybody brought their own cup and it was fun like everybody's was different oh I like that have to worry there was a keg there so it was like you knew that 
it was bring your be own poured. cup or otherwise no drinks that's it yeah. <laughs> i like free drinks if you bring your cup let's start that movement um and actually i went to a party one yeah. time and i got to the bar and they were like sorry we're out of cups guess what i had you in had my a purse. cup Ba-ba-ching. Like, fill it up bro yeah, i was like i guess you know oh my gosh well I hope that there is some hacks for, for folks here. I think just starting in the planning process is such a good place to start for your event. If you get to the end of your event and you're left with a lot of things, I mean, I think I would encourage people to look online and find some resources. If you're throwing a party yourself to where these things can go. I've known some wedding planners that end up taking a lot back to their warehouse yeah. or their office space. And then once a year they do a sale mm-hmm. and you can go to their warehouse, our office space and buy vases and they have all, they just saved everything. Cause it was like too heartbreaking to spend all that time yeah. and money and then throw it out. And I feel like if you're in a uh, community of people, you could probably always find somebody yeah. that's, that's done something similar. And even like yeah. our local like buy nothing groups or ask borrow gives like yeah. those are great platforms for again like sharing things with the community. It doesn't just have to be people you know like to your direct family members. You could just post it, and your neighbor might be like, "Oh my gosh, I actually needed flowers for a party right. this week." And so, right. great way to build community and keep stuff out of the landfill. Well. The time is up for this episode of Zero Waste Life Hacks podcast. We hope that you enjoyed hack number 10 events. If so, please find us on social media, find us on our websites and, um, you know, share your hacks around this and we can keep sharing it amongst the community. So if you would like to know more about how I work and uh, some of the past projects I've worked on, you can check out my website at zerowastecode.com. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you. To the next time. is a Hood Mobile Disco production. Our team at HMD Studios recorded, mixed, and produced the episode you heard today. For more information about our channel, other podcasts, music, live performances, and more, please visit hotmobiledisco.com. That's H-A-U-T-E mobiledisco.com.